Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Star Guided Entrepreneur. And boy, do we need some guidance from the stars. And in this episode, I'm going to provide you with some tools, tips, and techniques on how to stay sane and even be satisfied and be happy no matter what is happening in your life right now, no matter what is happening in your environment. And the first thing I'll say is that there is a constellation, there is a a combination of planets that are right now passing through the sign of Capricorn. And that is very important to note because we have Mars, the planet of war, the planet of action and drive right there with a bunch of the other planets that have been in Capricorn all this time, Saturn and Pluto and Jupiter. And so Mars going through this is really adding fuel to the fire and is adding the potential for both a lot of anxiety and fear, as well as the potential for drive, focus, determination, and the impetus, the impetus for any new projects, any new ideas that you may have. Both are possible and both are seeds that are possible for you to plant and grow at this time. So today's topic, what I wanted to share with you guys is informed by some of the planets that are transitioning through Capricorn right now that are very active. That is including Saturn. And Saturn is everything in Capricorn, by the way, is ruled by Saturn. And Saturn is a planet of discipline, a planet of rigor, planet of focus, planet of determination, and a planet of habits, of routines that are really beneficial for achieving mastery. That is the high expression of Saturn. The lower expression of Saturn is fear. It is survival fear. You can see that by just going online and looking at what's been going on over the past 10 days in the US and around the world, specifically around the raids on the grocery stores, the stocking up of a lot of food, the fights, literally physical fights over toilet paper and other items that everybody knows the supply chain for which is not disrupted at all by the pandemic. This is just us dropping into that survival fear and having these irrational reactions and responses to the world is coming to an end. You will see a lot of lines in front of gun stores and ammunition stores and everything that has been kind of lurking in the background as the survival fear, the world coming to an end, informed by a bunch of Hollywood movies, apocalyptic Hollywood movies, uh, is now bearing fruit. And that is also another side of Saturn, that fear, survival fear, as well as of Mars, which is right now in the sign of Capricorn and interacting with that Saturn. And so what is possible right now? What I want to focus you guys on is the guidance path that those stars give us in how we can use their energy to not just stay sane, but stay productive and stay as happy and as satisfied as we can during this time. First, before I launch into this, let me preface this by saying this is a time of personal responsibility and responsibility is another big Saturn word. You have the responsibility, not just for your own and your family's survival and 
security. You also have the responsibility at this time for the health and the survival of people around you, people in your community, people that you may cross paths with at a park, on the street, in a grocery store. And that responsibility is no matter how strong your immune system is or how healthy you think you are or how young you think you are, this is not about you. You may survive the virus with mild symptoms or not feeling it at all, but you become a carrier, you become a transmitter. So think of your parents. If you have older parents, I have a mom that's about to turn 83. Think of other people who you know and love who have compromised immune systems or lower resistances to illnesses. And think of how would you like people around them in their immediate vicinity to be having the attitude of, I don't care, and I'm just going to go around and live my life as if nothing happened. How would you like that? That wouldn't feel too good, would it? So the same way I wouldn't want anybody around my mom to be exposing her to the virus, even though they may not be feeling it. The same way I'm thinking about how I behave when I see an older person in a grocery store or during my run I do not want to get close to them. I do not want to at all have any interaction that may expose them to danger, especially now that I've been back from traveling through a number of airports and being on a number of airplanes. I'm taking it very seriously. I and my partner are staying home for as long as we can and are going to isolate as much as possible so that we are not inadvertently transmitting the virus to other people. Although we feel fine, we don't have any symptoms so far. So I encourage you to take the same attitude of responsibility. These are times where we are called to have our head about us and to have our responsibility very strongly ingrained in us. Do not let fear, do not let survival fears snap you out of this space of responsibility, collectively taking care of each other. And I would say that, you know, whatever the government is asking you to do, think of it as this is part of our collective responsibility. Nobody is being asked to do things they don't enjoy just because we have an authoritarian government or because the government is in any way wanting this to happen or enjoying it. No, this is us going through a challenge, a hard time together. We are all in the same boat, the boat of Earth, planet Earth. As we are facing down a possible hunkering down for, you know, two, three, four, maybe even more months. There are things that we should be prepared for, and a lot of them are going to be played out in our heads, in our minds. It is critical, it is imperative that we maintain two types of hygiene at this time. The first type of hygiene is obviously the physical hygiene, what we are being asked to do and contribute to the well-being of society and our community staying as far away from other people as physically possible, going out only for urgent, essential matters, being mindful how we shop in the grocery stores and what we touch, cleaning our hands often and you know, using sanitizer if we have it. I also encouraged you in the past episode and I encourage you again, if you have masks or any protective equipment that you have stashed away, consider donating it to a hospital or clinic, a healthcare worker who may be going without 
and who really needs it because not only will it prevent them from getting sick, but it will help them take care of more and more people who are getting sick. So to do that, go to www.maskmatch.com. That is an initiative by a couple of Silicon Valley entrepreneurs that is looking to match supply and demand of masks and gloves and other protective equipment. So highly encourage you to do that. Honestly, if I had a mask, I would have done it. I only have two pairs of rubber gloves that had been used before that are not sterile anymore. But if I come across masks and gloves, I will buy them and I will donate them to a hospital or a healthcare worker who needs them. So that is the first part of our hygiene that we need to maintain, physical hygiene. And the second type of hygiene is equally as important and if not more important, and that is mental hygiene. So what are the components of mental hygiene? Again, I'm talking about words that are closely related with what's happening in the skies as it pertains to Capricorn and the energy of Saturn. And that is all about responsibility, all about routines, all about discipline. So here we're being called to have a discipline regarding our thoughts. You guys have heard of the concept of cabin fever. That is when you've been in one space for a long time, usually by yourself, and you start going crazy. There is another phenomenon that has been documented scientifically, and that is social media depression. Going on social media and consuming without actually posting or contributing leads to a depression, a sort of a societal depression and social anxiety. And as we are being prevented from mixing and mingling in physical spaces such as work environments or parks or cafes like we would before, gyms, fitness areas, climbs, all my climbs have been canceled by the mountaineering group that I climb with. And I know that a lot of the big expeditions, if not all of them, have been canceled this season. So as we hunker down in, in isolation, there is a big danger of us feeling lonely, feeling depressed, feeling isolated. And then what we end up consuming online as content is possibly a lot of junk food. And I am calling anything junk food that relates to not just letting us know what's going on, but speculative news talk shows that talk a lot about what could happen, who's getting sick, stories of people dying of things, you know, just lots of speculation. It is important to stay informed, but it is highly important to moderate the intake of any junk food out there that can cause us to feel more fear, to feel more anxiety, to feel more depression. So the first ingredient to the recipe for mental hygiene that I will give you is Every day, make it your highest priority to tune your thoughts to a high vibration. I will say that again. Every day, make it your highest priority to tune your thoughts to the highest vibration. You can achieve that early in the morning through meditation and also not just meditating, but surrounding yourselves with materials, with books and soundtracks that really uplift you, that get you tuned in, tapped in, turned on as one of my favorite teachers of the channeled entity of Abraham Hicks says through Esther Hicks. In fact, 
Abraham Hicks has just released a new live stream option for the next three months. They'll be going on the live stream three times a week for one hour. And I've subscribed to their live stream and I would encourage you to subscribe that. I view that as part of my high vitamin mental diet, just tuning in three times a week to their live stream. It's called Abraham Now. And the way to subscribe to it is to sign up for one of their workshops in the future, which is going to save you about 20% or 25% off of their price right now for just buying the live stream. And you have the option of going to a workshop in the future if the pandemic has abated by then. So tuning your thoughts to high vibration, that is the most important ritual, the most important discipline you can develop. Again, before reaching for your phone, before turning on the news, before turning on the radio or the TV, just keep your phone away for the first couple of hours of your day and take up your meditation mat, take up your meditation practice. Then what I do is I listen to some guided meditations that I have found that I have had for a long time. It's through another channeled entity, just like Abraham Hicks. And it's about manifesting in the ethereal realm before you manifest in the physical realm. So manifesting beautiful forms in that space, getting my vibration really, really high. I also have a journaling practice that I call my creation book. My creation book has my declarations that I read every morning and every night and also has my visualizations. And there are a number of things I'm visualizing right now. As I mentioned in my prior podcast, I'm committed to creating a unity social revolution, a connection a space for social connection right now that is through one-on-one social connection, the same way we used to connect in a cafe to strangers for a few minutes each with no obligation of having them as friends or knowing them or going on dates with them or anything like that. But just that fabric of spontaneous social connection is what I'm looking to resurrect here with my project that I'm so passionate about and I'm totally committed and it's going to serve so many different people um, calling it cafe social and my goal is to drive at least 1 million connected conversations and generate at least 1 million smiles which will support people in this time with their mental hygiene with their feeling of belonging of social connection something that we as human beings need a lot to stay happy and to stay sane Which then brings me to my second point of your mental hygiene. After you've done your morning practice of meditating, of journaling, of tuning into soundtracks like the Abraham Hicks live streams or any other kind of high vibration guided meditations or inspirational conversations that you can have access to, And of course, it is my highest ambition to make this podcast one such avenue of high vibration tuning. After you've done that practice, what you get to take care of is getting, feeling socially connected, getting social support, feeling connected to other positive people and positive channels of vibration. And here's where you got to be discerning. You got to be very discerning because at this time, the default way of being and reacting to what's going on around us is fear and anxiety and speculation over what's going to happen and fear-mongering 
panic. So if you get connected to a couple of people that are literally going around grocery stores, physically fighting for toilet paper, who are visibly extremely anxious, who are in a state of total overwhelm and panic, you are not going to be able to counteract that on your own. If you just connect with a couple of those people, their tidal wave of emotion, of thoughts will overwhelm your vibration. So it's extremely important right now to be discerning who you talk to, who you connect with. And again, this is part of the idea behind my project of creating a social space, a virtual cafe where people are going to give each other smiles as positive vibrations. So it is very important that you select the people that you are in contact with. If you're feeling somebody is not where you want to be hanging out in vibrationally, then just be polite and loving and say you'll catch up with them later. But really now connect with those people, those human beings around you who are, are a source of inspiration for you, who are a source of strength, who are a source of this kind of love and connection and compassion. And just seeing this, seeing this is another challenge that we overcome together. Seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, seeing us being successful is overcoming this emerging, emerging healthy, emerging strong on the other end of it. And having patience as we together go through this challenge, through this experience. So selecting your friends, selecting who you hang out with virtually, who you listen to, who you spend your time with is going to be a huge driver. It's going to be the kind of the tone setter for your own thoughts, for your own vibrations. I am currently contemplating in addition to the social space I'm creating for everyone where you are going to be able to have those types of experiences. I'm considering also just collecting, selecting my own personal mastermind of people that meets a couple of times a week that is very positive and that is looking at what opportunities there are right now to serve people, to create amazing service, amazing products, to just be in this creation mode, to be in that mode of positivity not positivity of, oh my God, oh my God, I have to think positive thoughts. Otherwise it's like bad things going to happen to me. That's actually negative vibrations being covered up by quasi positive thinking and affirmations. No, what I truly mean is having that sense of inner peace and inner security and inner connection with your higher self. I've been very mindful whose emails I read right now as well. I'm on a lot of marketers' email lists, and it's very interesting to see how people respond to this time. There are some people who haven't modified at all their email sequences, and they just sound tone deaf. There are others who are following, it seems to be the same script. You know, one of my coaches that I studied with Shanda Sumter, she has probably advised a bunch of the coaches to send an email saying, are you okay? Because I literally received three or four of those with the same subject line, one after the other in the span of half an hour the other day. And that's good. That's, that's okay. I'm not criticizing that at all. I'm just saying at this time, it is important for us to find our own voice and to show compassion in our own way. And to really connect with the people on our email list and the people around us and the people who are connected on social networks and do it in our own words. 
I think that is really important to it and not on words. I am also noticing a couple of marketers trying to take advantage of the panic and trying to take advantage of people feeling really scared by almost like flaunting the pandemic. It's like, it's, it reminds me a little bit of the parasitic behavior I saw on some emails after Kobe Bryant's death, when people were looking to take advantage of that to sell their coaching and services. And now I'm seeing a similar theme with a few of the people whose email lists I'm on. They're flaunting the, you know, oh, coronavirus is the best thing that's ever happened to us. This is the time where you need to move and just trying to use this kind of scaremongering tactic into shocking you into action. And that just doesn't work for me. I don't know. Maybe it works for some people. It just doesn't work for me. From my perspective, it is important that we talk about what's going on. It is important that we make peace with what's going on. It is important that we understand our personal responsibility and our collective responsibility and how we handle what is coming to us. And it's also very important to realize that Look, we have 100% control over how we react to what's happening in the environment. And that also contributes to our immunity, contributes to our ability to stay healthy. Bruce Lipton, one of the people that whose emails I'm very carefully reading right now, he was the author of The Biology Belief. He's somebody who has shown on a scientific level that our cells, our biology is affected by our mental thoughts, our beliefs, our physical and emotional environment. And he talks about two states of influence, two methods of influencing the health of our cells, of our bodies. The first method is the placebo effect, where we take something, we believe that's going to help us. It does not really do anything chemically, but changing the frequency of our beliefs, the frequency of our thoughts, resetting the environment for ourselves, it ends up healing ourselves and healing our bodies. The second method of affecting our health is he calls the nocebo effect, and that is the opposite of the placebo effect, where we get stressed that something bad's going to happen to us. Nothing chemically happens to us. Maybe we don't get the virus, but we get ourselves so stressed out that it resets the environment for ourselves and it causes us to get sick or feel down and open up our immune system to other sicknesses that otherwise may not have affected us. So the nocebo and placebo effect are very important to keep in mind when you're listening to news, watching videos, reading emails, be very selective, be very selective. I call that the third principle. So the first principle was tuning your thoughts to high vibration, especially in the morning, listening, reading beautiful things that get your mind strong and get your mind in a healthy place. The second was getting social support, feeling connected to other positively minded people and other people who are calm and patient. And the third one is avoiding the junk food of all the lower vibration, the fear-infused kind of news, sensationalist news, also of the people whose email list you may be on who are looking to fearmonger, who are looking to take advantage of the virus right now to steer you towards like buying certain things as cures. 
etc. And really being mindful of what you consume at this time and having routines in place. Right now in our household, we're thinking of turning off the Wi-Fi after dinner, having just a quiet reading time. I am not touching any emails or any news before noon. That's my new regimen. I'm doing a lot of content creation after I calibrate my vibration, my thoughts to a high level. I'm currently studying very in depth Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, not just because of its obvious goal of accumulating abundance, but also because he wrote it at the end of the Great Depression. And if you read carefully, he has a lot of references to times of when all people think there's no hope, when things are dire and grim and and lots of people are suffering and how that develops and what opportunities open up at that time and how one survives mentally a time like that and then goes and creates something of great value to others and gets abundance in result in return for that. So I highly recommend that you get yourself plugged into communities, masterminds, podcasts that are really beneficial for you right now that give you something aspirational, something hopeful, something inspiring, something positive to contemplate and to really tune your thoughts, your vibrations at that high level. And that is the basis of the mental hygiene. I will keep you guys informed as to what's happening in the skies. I will keep you plugged in to my high thoughts as much as I can, you know, get them to a high vibration. You have my commitment that I will only record podcasts and content when I've got myself to that high feeling, high thinking place. I will never share with you from a place of eating junk food and being fearful and anxious. And I ask of you to do the same for the people around you, for those who are with you at this very special, very critical time. I love you and I can't wait to see you on the next episode.